Geeks, you're listening to episode 218 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. Yo! And Shelly Walter. Hello. This week we're geeking out about digital conventions, New Zealand, and Boba Fett. Boba Not Fett. Boba Fett. Or wait. It's Boba. It is Boba. Booty. Like Boba T. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> I like Star Wars enough. I just... <laughs> I thought it was Boba Fett. Uh, my joke now doesn't make sense anymore. Okay. We're, get, we're just going to go right into this. Do it. So there was a the Pokemon Waba Fett. And so I used to always run around going Boba Fett. And that joke makes no sense. Waba Fett. Waba Fett. Waba Fett. Uh, it's a double. You'd have to be really geeky to get my joke. But... Uh, You'd also have to be me because the joke doesn't make sense if you know how to pronounce Boba Fett correctly. Special shout out to our Patreons at patreon.com slash grace. Specifically, Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Casey Cowell, Sam Watson, Hannah Bacon, Dan Alo, Trey Brayman, Peter Tallow, Michael Miller Jr., Hannah Goose, Dalton, Burton, Michael, and Caleb Ardowin. Thank you so much. We love you. We appreciate you. Um, things are starting to kind of go back to normal uh, mm-hmm. for me here. Hopefully it is for you guys as well, but still... Uh, we appreciate uh, your generosity. It's awesome. Uh, you guys have been amazing. All right. And before we get into gaming like we usually do, uh, I wanted to bring up Comic-Con. San Diego Comic-Con is like one of the biggest events besides E3 for us. And, of course, it's not happening because of everything going on uh, with COVID-19. So there was an announcement, I think, this last week that did not give nearly enough information uh, but Comic-Con is doing what they're calling Comic-Con at home. And I don't even know if you need to pay for it or not. I would think so to watch the panels live. But maybe they're just going to do it free. Um, that makes sense. Like a digital ticket? Yeah. I don't know if it would be. I would think that they would charge for it. Yeah. Um, just because it, there's more to the cost than just, um, you know, the building and stuff. Like most of those celebrities that yeah. come in get paid to make that appearance. And so, I don't know how all that's going to work. If they'll even have those kind of panels, I would hope so. Um, yeah. But it will be cool because we'll probably get a lot of the trailers for movies and TV and stuff that we usually get um, during Comic Con. So I'm glad that they're doing an outlet like this. I'm really surprised that E3 didn't do something similar. Yeah. Well, so they have uh, Jeff Keighley is doing something mm-hmm. uh, like Summer Game Fest or something, and then IGN has. Summer of Games, which... I, oh, I, yeah. Th- that was totally confusing trying to say both of those because those, those are very similar sounding. Right. And you'll be talking about yeah. Ubisoft later on doing something similar. Mm-hmm. Cool. One thing that I think would be really interesting with this is uh, I, I almost worry that it'll do well because if it does well, does that mean that they stop having a building and they just start doing these digitally? Because um, it would be cost-effective if you can... You don't have to pay for a building or the electric or the security or anything like that. Right. Huh. Uh, I mean, I guess for me to speak to that, uh, we've been having a similar discussion with my church where I work at because, uh, you know, so things are going to start opening up a little bit very soon here in Louisiana. 
And right. so at first they were like, okay, yeah, we'll open up kind of, you know, almost right away. Um, but then they started going, talking about it more and saying that, like, you know, they don't want to be concerned over not only our, our reputation, but as like a community driven church, but also for people's health. And so that sort of thing. So it's like, it, it's more profitable for us right now to stay online for like another month, probably. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I have to imagine that this is the conversation that a lot of industries are having with a lot of a lot of stuff right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. I would definitely. It'd be a bummer, I think. And I don't know if it would be socially healthy for us to be so separated uh, for the years to come. Where they're just like, oh, we'll start doing all of these digitally. Right. Um, I think it kind of really strengthens the geek community, especially a community that's so well known for being introverted uh, to like get out and have these big events where they get to like interact with each other um you know it doesn't happen often yeah yeah i don't know we'll see it's like like packs like i like pack like if we don't have things like packs you know stuff like that like yeah could you imagine they just took a weekend and they're like here's these demos on your ps4 or your computer yeah play them and like didn't you know it would be they could totally do that Mm-hmm. But it's kind of a scary thought to me. Like, I, I don't want that happen. We don't need an all-digital future like Wally, where nobody goes anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we can move on. Yeah. We'll get into gaming. LJ, I'm actually going to start gaming out. Do it. I'm feeling very... I'm geeking out about a lot. So, I was making fun of uh, the releases on PlayStation Plus this week, or this month, which is... City Skylines and Farm Simulator. Yeah. And I was like, this has to be the worst Disney Plus free games ever. PlayStation Plus? PlayStation Plus. What was I calling it? Disney Plus. Disney Plus. PlayStation Plus. And (laughs) I'm just a broken, I don't know. Um, But yeah, so I was making fun of it, and I wasn't the only one. There are other people online that are like, this is real bad. And LJ was like, don't you like like SimCity? And I think you said that. Or maybe not. Maybe I just put that correlation in my head because uh, I do like SimCity. Right. Dead. I think Sim I City mentioned 2000. that City Skylines was a really good game. And I, th- I remember you saying that you had played something like that in the past or, you know, and so. Yeah. The last SimCity was real bad. Yeah. Uh, and so <laughs> he was like, you'll probably like it. And I was like, OK, I'll check it out. It's free. Why not? And uh, I really love it. <laughs> yeah, it's for what it is, it's a really good game. It's been out for a while. Um, but yeah, it's good. Um, mm-hmm. So you're enjoying it? Yeah. I threw all my industrial into one side. And then I've got... Basically, I built the city um, with crisscrosses for the actual city. And then it's it's in the middle of the plus sign, I guess, is what you would say. Uh-huh. is commercial. And then I have houses on the outside of that. Um and I'm basically at this point I'm starting to make pockets of that because I'm just needing more people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the only issue with this, it, it works really well because there's no pollution. I, I don't know if you guys have played SimCity or not before, um, no. but pollution is always a big thing. Yeah. You don't want it in the middle of your city. People like get sick easier. Uh, so I have everything that's pollution related kind of out to the side, and uh, something that's never been in SimCity but has been an issue in this game. Uh, is it's really specific about traffic. Oh yeah, yeah. And so I don't think I have enough roads out to my industry, and so I've literally got people living on one side of the city, and then this industrial jobs on the other side, 
Hmm. And people are literally working in the commercial area and not, like, driving all the way and getting jobs in the industrial because it's too far away. Huh, uh, interesting. So it's really frustrating because it tells me that I am I need more goods, and to get more goods, you make more industry. But it's also telling me that I don't need more industry. Um, so I'm finding that I think it's a traffic issue. Uh, I'm hoping, maybe opening a few more highways will help with that. But <laughs> I've tried. I don't know. I'm really bad with traffic. That sounds like a like a legit like real world problem. That's kind of interesting. My favorite thing in that game was uh, how you have to do like the piping and then you have to do like the power lines and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was pretty fun. I really appreciate the power lines. The way the power lines work in this is you don't actually have to have them all throughout the city. Yeah, you just have to have them from one point of power to the other, and then they go through like the houses and stuff. Yeah, that's that's super cool to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I like it. So I, I have two cities now. I have that one, which is my... I'm unlocking things through it. And then... Uh, and it's doing really well. And then I have one that I started actually today, which is uh, all cheats unlocked. Like, just going to build a city and it's going to be terrible. But oh, that's fun. Like the way I want to look. Like, the way I want it to look. <laughs> uh, I tried doing that with my original city. I just deleted everything. I had, like, two million saved up. And I was like, I'm just going to do it. And... Uh, did not work. I was like losing a hundred thousand dollars an hour or whatever it is minute Dang. in the game. It was bad. Probably a day. I don't know what those time increments are. But yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm really enjoying it. It's been fun. Um, I need to get better at traffic. I'm hoping by doing the sandbox stuff that I'll get a little better understanding the traffic. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and I have a little place called uh something richardson and it's a little rich neighborhood and i really like my little rich neighborhood it's out by a lake um <laughs> and it's not doing me a lot of good because it's kind of expensive to upkeep oh uh, but it's all like lower not lower income but lower uh populous houses so they're all the like the smaller houses instead of the big city buildings huh uh, which is not helpful for money making but it right. looks cool yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I like it. It's a lot of fun. I also bought the Japanese thing, which was... It's like Japanese buildings, but it looks like it's literally like a mod from the Steam community. Oh, weird. Yeah. Uh, like the buildings are... They're content creator packs. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Separate. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's really cool and really strange, too. There's a lot of things you could buy for... It was like five bucks. Uh, there's a lot of things you can buy for skylines even though it's free right now hmm, cool yeah yeah lj what have you been playing um so uh first first thing i'll talk about uh real quick is uh, i've been playing halo 2 again Ooh. and so uh so my brother also got an xbox recently because his ps4 is kind of on its last leg it's having a lot of issues and so he got game pass and so he was halfway through the halo campaign uh, the first one and so I actually helped him beat that one because my old save file was still there. And I was just like, well, like, this is where I left off. I'm going to, you know, jump on with you. And so we finished that one. And so my mindset was like, okay, I've played Halo 2 a thousand times in middle school. Like, I don't need to play it anymore. <laughs> but then part of me was like, well, I'm going to check it out for just for nostalgia. And then I didn't realize this is an anniversary edition that got released with the Master Chief Collection. Like, the first one is also an anniversary edition. Um, so it's got updated graphic. It's graphics. It's got updated cutscenes. Uh, it even has new cutscenes because uh, the first cutscene was totally different. 
and it was uh, the Arbiter talking to Spartan Locke from Halo 5. I was like, what? Um, but I was like, man, it was just one of those things where, like, I just walked back into my childhood. Like, I was like, wow. So so you're saying, like, mm-hmm. it's an older game. They mm-hmm. remastered it, but they added cutscenes to it? Yes, yeah. Weird. Are the cutscenes, I guess it's remastered. Yeah, so it, it all the original cool. cutscenes are all totally remastered, too. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's nice. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, cool. it's super cool because uh, what they did was the first Halo had an anniversary edition that released on 360, like late in the life cycle. But then I guess instead of doing a standalone release, I guess they decided, well, we're working on the Master Chief Collection. Let's just throw it in there. And so, um, yeah, it was amazing because I was like, wow, like I, I'm glad I didn't skip on it because not only it, it's kind of close to my, my childhood, but I was just like, wow, this is so much better than I even expected it would be. Um, so yeah um also uh real quick that uh halo 2 anniversary is coming to the master chief collection uh as of tuesday so it'll already be out um on pc i I believe um they've been doing a slow rollout of all the master chief collection games on on pc before infinite so um but yeah i really dig that game and then uh the other game that i've been playing is uh i got a beta key for valorant which is uh, Riot's new yeah. game. It is super cool. It's a it's a shooter, uh, very very f- uh, similar to Counter Strike, but it's also got like characters with abilities, kind of like Overwatch. And okay. so I thought I was going to be absolutely terrible at it when I started playing it. And I guess because of my basic knowledge of Counter Strike, I was like, okay, I kind of know how th- how this works, and you know the idea of the gameplay. And so, kind of really, my biggest hurdle was. Uh, learning hero abilities and so the first match I played we barely lost it was back and forth the whole time up until like the last match and I got some kills I wasn't last on the scoreboard so I was like hey like that's a victory for me right there and then uh, let's see I played a couple matches yesterday and I actually won my first match on there too so I was like wow like this is super fun uh, you buy weapons like you do uh, in Counter Strike at the at the beginning of each round, and mm-hmm. you buy shields. Uh, you can actually buy charges for some of your abilities, uh, depending on like what character you, are, you can do different things. Like uh, I was this guy named Phoenix, and he uh, has this like firewall you can shoot out to uh, prevent enemies from like going through an area or to block you from being shot. Um, his ultimate is pretty cool because it's it's this. Uh, because his name is Phoenix, I believe. And so basically, if you activate your ultimate, you can go in and fire and, and get some get some action going. But then uh, where you activated the ability, he'll basically like double back and go return to that spot. Kind of like Tracer does in Overwatch. Okay. Uh, cool. Uh, but it's super cool. Um, so the way I got it was, uh, I guess, halfway through April. April uh, the only way you could get the game, the a key for the game, was uh, you had to watch a particular streamer stream the game. And uh, what they had is drops. So if you link your Riot account, you got a chance to like win a closed beta key. And so halfway wow. through, they opened it up to everybody. So every streamer who's playing Valorant right now can turn drops on and somebody can get a chance to get a key. Um, that's such a weird way to do that yeah so um cool way yeah what i want to do is i haven't done it yet because i found out for some reason my account is attached to the wrong region so i can't play with anybody which is weird 
Okay. So I'm working with Riot to get that fixed because I want to be able to play with uh, Brandon and Jamie and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, I actually found that out because I was going to play with uh, God Mode Activated. They had a community game night going this past weekend. Um, but I want to be able to stream that too and uh, on our channel and get uh, have people get a chance to get a code if they have a Riot account and stuff. So uh, yeah. th- that may be my Overwatch replacement for a while because I really enjoy that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds cool. Yeah, it's fun. Awesome. Cool. Shelly, what have you been playing? Uh, so I've been playing more Spider-Man. Sweet. I am, I think, fairly far through this game. Um, it shows you the percentage of like how far you are. I think I'm around 80% or something, so I'm pretty far. Um, it's still really fun. It's so... Like, my fiancé was watching me play the other day, and he's just like, yeah, it's like watching a movie. I'm just like, <laughs> it's like playing a movie. Um, I'm not even so upset with, like, the quick time events. Usually I hate quick time events, but they feel really good in that game. Yeah, um, they're done well. Now that I'm, Yeah, because I, I like how um, the buttons you press, they, like, make sense. Because a lot of weird quick time events and games, they give you a random button you're supposed to press. And mm-hmm. you just If you mess it up, oh, no. But in this game, it's like... Because I'm still, like, more familiar with, like, the Switch controller and, and GameCube controller than PS4 controller. There are still times in which I fumble up the buttons. But as long as you hit the button, the right button, like, then you're fine. Because mm-hmm. I'll mash, like, every button before even hitting, you know, circle or whatever. And then it's like, <laughs> uh, you're okay. Because they want you to succeed. It just is way more... It's, it's, it's very satisfying to get those cinematics... Um, and knowing that it's like, oh, like I did something, even if you like barely did anything, you literally pressed a button. Um, I don't know. It is done well. And it's cool how it's like, yeah, like if you're trying to dodge, you're probably going to hit the circle button. Or if you're trying to attack or you're probably going to hit square. Or if you're trying to um, web shoot something, you're going to like point to it and press the R1 button because that's what you do in the actual combat. Um, So I think that's really cool too because it's, again, it's not like a random thing. It's like a, it's the same buttons you're already familiar with you already know what's happening kind of so that's neat um yeah that's a very cool game um i'm excited to finish it um besides that i don't know man lots of pokemon so my (laughs) fiance so i found my heart gold version um a while ago uh i probably mentioned it last week i think i did but uh that has my nuzlocke run on it Mm -hmm. Um, so I've been playing more of that, and that led my fiancé to start to, to steal his friends, not steal, borrow, um, <laughs> his roommate's uh, Pokemon Sword and do a Nuzlocke run on it. Um, so I've been watching him play oh. that, and then um, I actually found some of my older Pokemon games, too. Um, I found Diamond and Pearl. I found White 1 and White 2. Nice. Um I even found, let's see, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Darkness, I think. So I, just because I was like, you know what? Playing on the DS is fun and it's quarantine time. So what else am I going to do when I'm not playing Spider-Man or something? So (laughs) I've just been, lots of Pokemon stuff. I don't know, man. I'm in the mood. You'll, you'll hear more about it when we talk about movies, but it's, (laughs) it's been the big mood this last week. So cool. Cool. It's been really interesting to see the differences and in how 
like these older games. They're not even older older games, right? It's not like Leaf Green or something. Yeah, like, like it's a or blue remake or gold. of <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. It's just even like Leaf it's DS era like, game. Even old. just thinking even just seeing the the progress between like DS era games from like Heart Gold from uh, like Diamond and Pearl to White One, White Two, and then like again seeing the Switch version, it's like man, there's been some jumps. Um anyway, it's just been interesting. So that's cool. That's that. All right, LJ, what's going on in the, the gaming world? Uh, alrighty, so the first piece of gaming news is something I'm really excited about. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 is getting an expansion. Cool. So not just With like... Cop, right? Yeah, so it's not just like Character Pack 2, you know, or Season 2. It's an yeah. expansion because it has a story to it. Um, is RoboCop? I really want RoboCop to be in the story. <laughs> I don't know if he's in the story, but that would be great. But oh man, it would make no sense. Yeah. So um, basically, I'm not going to spoil like actually what happens at the end of Mortal Kombat 11 in case somebody like still wants to play it. But yeah. basically, uh, Shang Tsung shows up and tells Raiden and Liu Kang, he's like, "Hey, like you know, he's like, well, if you're going to do this, he's like." Uh, Kronika, you need Kronika's crown. Kronika is like this time goddess, and it's like you don't have her crown. That's what ha- that's what her powers are from is her crown, and so it's almost this like end game type of thing where it's like, oh, well, we got to go back in time and get the crown, kind of a thing. Um, mm. So um, it looks cool. Like they're introducing or reintroducing a couple characters from the past, like Shiva, who's a female Goro, um, like or same species, and then a uh, Fujin, who's like the wind god or whatever. Uh, but yeah, RoboCop is an extra DLC character. Uh, they're also introducing new stages. And then friendships are back. Okay, cool. Yeah, so like uh, Scorpion, I think they showed Scorpions. So he does, like it looks like he's going for his regular fatality. And so he throws a spear out. And then whenever it shows like where he's throwing it to, it's this giant teddy bear. And he flings it back <laughs> and then he just gives it like a hug. And it's like friendship and it's like streamers and balloons and everything. It's pretty legit. <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah. So um, the stages and the friendships are updates for free. Um, So you will have to buy the characters and story uh, in the Aftermath pack, which uh, pricing gets a little weird here because I think the pack on its own is like $40. And then the pack and the season one DLC is like 60 or yeah, it's like 60 or 50 and then if you want to buy... So the best deal is actually almost buying the whole entire game DLC and the Aftermath pack at like 60 bucks because it's a full-price game. But the price oh, wow. gets really weird yeah. uh, on that. Hmm. But yeah, it gives me a reason to go back to Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, cool. Mm. Well, that's something. Yeah. Uh, I just kind of want... In Mortal, I, I kind of want a Mortal Kombat versus DC 2 now, though. That'd be pretty sweet. Ooh, they could do yeah. it. <laughs> um, yeah. Have they done that? Well, before? it, I, yeah, they did. Uh, but I was saying I want a sequel. Like it'd be cool yeah, if they okay. did that. Yeah, like a yeah. Yeah, because now because when they did that, that was like their old engine, and now I think they could do a really cool one. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so the second piece of news is uh, some some remaster details. Uh, so rumors are floating around about a Diablo two remaster again. Uh, called Diablo 2 Resurrected. And so this is... Diablo 2 is a very old-school action RPG, isometric and stuff. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, but this remaster is supposedly being done by Vicarious Visions, who did uh, the Insane Trilogy for Crash, and then they also did Nitro Kart. Oh yeah, so so they're uh, they've definitely have some some pedigree. I think this is still rumors. Certain sources are saying it's true, uh, but I think it'd be cool. Like I'm a fan of Diablo. Diablo is good hack and slash action fun. Um, so yeah, fans of Diablo might want to be on the lookout for that. Um, and then the uh, I kind of didn't throw it in here with a link, but uh, so EA has been dropping information and they're saying that. Um, there's these 14 games they're going to be releasing in the in uh, the fiscal year. Uh, some of them are be, are going to be coming to Switch, and I think with that they also said a couple of their classic library games are getting remastered. And so this led to rumors of a Mass Effect remaster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we would have a wow. Mass Effect on the Switch. Yeah, and so. Uh, be nuts. Yeah, and then so I guess like rumors started floating around more, and then. People started talking on Twitter, and I forget the source, but they basically said, like, yes, it is the remaster, but don't expect it to come to Switch day one when the remaster for, like, Xbox, okay. PS4, and PC come out. That And that's pretty typical. Yeah. It's having been like, okay, you could have it on all these systems, except the Switch is going to take a little longer. Yeah, that's, that's what they did with, like, Outer surprising. Worlds and stuff, different company, but yeah, but yeah, totally. that, that tends to happen. Uh, I think it would be yeah. pretty sweet, though. That would be, wow. Mm-hmm. I may actually play a Mass Effect. So. Yeah, on the Switch, it'd be, I think it'd be really good. Yeah, because yeah. I've not, people have been like, hey, you love Dragon Age, you'd love Mass Effect, and I'm like, oh, I yeah. know, but I may be willing <laughs> this on Switch for sure. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree, it would be good on Switch. You could do the first one, well, I mean, all of them are last gen, but I was going to say, you could do the first one very easy on Switch, because that was like yeah. early 360. That's true. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are uh, some remastered uh, port news. And then the third piece is kind of exciting because it's almost E3 season, or what would have been E3. Right. And uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ubisoft just announced their digital event called Ubisoft Forward. More Assassin's Creed Valhalla! Yes! I'm I'm excited. Uh, That's all I'm worried about. Yeah, so this uh, is going to happen on July 12th cool yeah um it's gonna be a digital thing kind of like a nintendo direct is you know kind of kind of that right. deal. kind of like the thing that xbox just did i think xbox has a thing they're doing throughout the year called like xbox 2020 or something where it's that type of digital format okay mm-hmm. so yeah that's something to be Makes excited sense. about yes mm-hmm. there's other things too it's not just valhalla they have watchdogs 3 would probably be yeah a little more information on that yeah, I'm trying to They'd think. Probably of what have else. a rabbits thing. I don't know. Yeah, I, I can't think of off the top of my head right now, but uh, you know they yeah they have their franchises. I think Rainbow Six had that game that got announced last year at E3 that, which is also oddly called Rainbow Six Quarantine, uh, <laughs> which <laughs> may not they knew. be. Knew what? They knew about the quarantine. <laughs> yeah. Pandemic. Yeah. Kidding. Oh, there's that I'm other joking. one, uh, Gods and Monsters. I think it was called. Like, a lot of this stuff that they pro- that they're probably going to be showing was supposed to come out like in March, but then when they had all those delays happening, they delayed like three or four games. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's kind of the news, the gaming news. Uh, poll list, real quick. Unfortunately, I had Star Wars Pod Racer in this poll list. 
But mm-hmm. today, as of this recording, they announced that they were going to have to delay it uh, a day no. before it was supposed to come out. Wow. Yeah. No. Yeah, so Star Wars, we're going to have to wait a little longer for Star Wars Pod Racer again. I so don't want that to be a remake. I just want that to be a new game. Oh, yeah, because it is pretty much a port. Yeah. Oh, man, I that'd be cool. I want a brand new Pod Racer game. They could totally have, like, Criterion from EA do it, since, like, Criterion does all their racing games. That'd be sick. Yeah, new it, tracks. It could be, like, Pod pods. Racer, but, like, Burnout. They could literally just call it Star Wars Pod Racer Burnout, and I'd be fine. <laughs> it would work. Oh, man. <laughs> I just want more. Yeah. I loved that. That was my first Nintendo 64 game. Came in a little uh, pack. Uh-huh. It was like that game and the N64. Um, and I think it was it. I'm yeah. trying to remember if Super Mario 64 was in that pack or not. I think it was just a Star Wars game. And I loved it so much. Yeah. It was a cool game. Yeah, it was good. Probably doesn't hold up at all. Uh, they're Supposedly they improved the controls and stuff on the on the new version. Okay. Yep. Be cool. Okay. As long as I don't have to drive it like a... <laughs> Mario Kart. <laughs> Throw it Get sideways it to. That was the worst. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, the pull list here is Ion Fury, which was the re- they had to rename Ion Maiden, which we played at PAX. That's oh okay. That's what I thought. Of. I was yep. like, that name sounds familiar. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, a port. It was of... a great game. Yeah, yeah it was. We played at PAX was very Duke Nukem Doom. Like old school. Shit. Yeah, that was when I was getting totally destroyed, and then the dude basically like threw God mode on for me. I was like, all right, cool. I want to yeah, get this. I okay. <laughs> I don't play PC right. ever, and I felt so lost. Yeah. Like I was just getting destroyed <laughs> in that game. I was uh, too. But it did bring back memories that I would just put a bunch of cheats into Doom and, <laughs> and play Doom. I would like run through walls and stuff. Problem, problem is uh, I'm so like not in the in the gaming mindset whenever I'm at PAX because I want to talk to people and I'm trying to interact with people and so when I go play a game I'm just like oh what button does what you know like, <laughs> um, well that too like you're not you don't know the controls of that game when you sit yeah. down and play it you got to kind of figure it out as you're going yeah although those controls are very much the same as like old school Duke Nukem and such oh yeah um and then so lastly a uh, port of Oddworld Munch's Odyssey uh, Munch's Odyssey is coming to Switch also. Super Mario Odyssey? Oddworld Munch's Odyssey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's it for gaming. Cool. All right. Have you guys been watching any movies? I have. What about you guys though? Yeah, Shelly, what what's Pokémon? I just saw it. Pokemon Heroes. Yeah. Um, it was the Latios and Latios movie. Oh. oh. We've yeah, been talking about that a lot lately. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what I had a Pokemon <laughs> week, guys. So I was playing lots of Pokemon, and my fiance and I were hanging out, and we're just like, oh, maybe we should watch a movie or something. What do you want to watch? He's like, can we watch a Pokemon movie? <laughs> that's cool. Okay. Um, and this was one that I remember liking. Uh, yeah. when I was a kid, so I thought, oh, let's watch it. It's cool because it's um, it's uh, it's like the one that in between movies between seasons, like mm-hmm. it was the end of Johto, beginning of Hoenn. So he still has his um, Johto team, 
Um, and what's her face? May is not in the picture yet because Misty and Brock are still there. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. That one seemed more canon than some of the other ones do. Some of hmm. them just feel like real random. That's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I. Uh, as far as Pokemon movies go, like no Pokemon movie is really that good. I'm, I'm just gonna say that. But <laughs> the first I, one I was think, amazing. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> except for that one, I cried. As Real far tears. as the Pokemon movie goes, but as far as movie <laughs> movies go, no. Right, right. Um, <laughs> that's cried the thing. It's like you gotta compare Pokemon movies by other Pokemon movies. You can't just compare them by movie standards because they're all just weird and bad. If it makes <laughs> um, me cry, it's good. I guess so. Uh, <laughs> Cody standards. Just have like a open up your own like movie review website, and the only scores are so cried, people did not cry, and then that's five how cries it's, out of no, it's good to five. Yeah. Like there's the movies that people swear by that I'm like eh, it was kind of boring, and then there's <laughs> movies that are terrible that I'm like I really love the Transformers. Yeah, five tears. I cried. I cried. <laughs> it must be good. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so we watched that movie. Uh, it's cool because it takes place in a Pokemon version of Venice. So there's, yeah. like, uh, water everywhere, and they're going on gondolas, and what's weird Which is that Latias... Which is Ruby and Sapphire, is it? Huh? I don't remember that city being in Ruby and Sapphire. No, no, it's not It's its real, own thing, I think, right? Thing. I think yeah. it's only in the movie. Um, and that's it. I don't even think they mentioned it in the anime ever. Uh, I yeah. think it's just the movie. <laughs> Which tends to happen in those types of movies. Yeah. Like, Here's this cool city that you've never heard of because we only talked about it here. For the convenience of the plot. Guess what? <laughs> this city's obsessed with Latios and Latios. Guess what this movie is about? You got it. Latios and Latios. <laughs> <laughs> I do like... This is another example of them getting like weirdly sci-fi with the movies. Like, way more sci-fi than the show. Mm-hmm. I think that's really yeah. cool. Yeah, and I like the uh, I like the the villains in this movie, Annie and Oakley. Um, they're just kind of fun, and they're they show a different side of Team Rocket because they're like Team Rocket special agents. So you see, like, you know, the Team Rocket we know, like James and Jesse and Meowth, and right. they're just like, oh my gosh, it's Annie and Oakley. Also, their names are Annie and Oakley. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they have an Espeon and Ariados, and they're actually like using their Pokemon to try to like capture Latios and Latios, and they just straight up attack ash and people they just do it because they're they're like oh we're bad but they don't like they don't just say go and say that they're bad they still have kind of a purpose um anyway i don't know i i still kind of like it but still not that good um it's weird to me that latias flirts so much with ash it's still like ash still has this <laughs> ridiculous protagonist syndrome where things happen to him for no reason like there's no reason for latias to just like see this guy and be like oh i love him you know just like there's no reason for him to be the one to save the world in pokemon 2000 it's just kind of <laughs> it's silly to me so i feel like if we're gonna watch another pokemon movie anytime soon we're gonna watch the deoxys one because that's the only one he mentioned that he liked and i i remember liking that one too that one's more post-season um post-hoenn season because i think May i like the lucario stuff, so. one I, I do like that one too yeah oh no lucario was, i think was good i want a pokemon movie that is medieval times like mm -hmm. dragon prince with pokemon that'd be legit see, but see but by what i remember from that movie too it's also the same 
trash with Ash, Ash protagonist syndrome where yeah. all of a sudden he's involved in everything because he looks like what's his face. They're like, yeah. you look the same. You have the same hair. It's both black. You're you're obviously You have little Z's on training. your cheeks. Yeah, it's anyway. <laughs> I I don't like Ash protagonist syndrome. It's always bad in every movie, but I can always imagine enjoy a medieval Pokemon. Pokemon. And I would I still would love that. I there's no Pokeballs because they haven't invented them yeah. yet. So they use like they just have one Pokemon companion. Like, it shows the flashbacks. They're wearing armor and stuff. I'm like, this is so cool. Like yeah. I would I wanna I do want to watch a whole movie of that. I think that'd be amazing. That mm-hmm. movie sparked that in me. I've wanted it ever since. I'm like, that would be the coolest <laughs> movie. Yep. I agree. So that's what I watched this Even week. Even if it had protagonist syndrome. <laughs> If, if Ash isn't in there, it's fine if there's another protagonist with protagonist syndrome because they probably have a real reason to be the protagonist, unlike Ash, who has no reason to be the protagonist. Literally nothing. There's no reason anything happens to him besides, oh, I'm Ash. <laughs> you know? Unfortunately, so. if we did get a movie like that, it would probably be some time traveling. Isn't Celebi a time traveler? Yeah, there's a Celebi movie. Yeah, it would probably be like Celebi teleports him back into medieval times, and then he's the hero for some reason. Well, there's something like that in the Celebi movie, right? They they do some sort of flashback where it's back to not as far back of a flashback as in Lucario, yeah. where there's no Pokeballs, but they use just the. Um, Aren't they like wooden? They they use the apricots, I thought. Okay. Weird. I think I think they use like a very very primitive form of the Pokeball. Um, that they have to, I remember they have to like twist it or something. They have to like crank yeah. it. Um, and then like, anyway. <laughs> more cool lore that I care about more than Ash. Give me. But I do care about Brock. Give me a movie about Brock. That'd be cool. That's what I want. Him catching Geodudes in the mountain next <laughs> Yeah, <door>. dude. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be so funny. I think it'd be so funny if there's just a movie about him. He gets distracted by this uh, some lady, like any random lady, because he gets distracted by any lady. Um, <laughs> and he's just like, oh my gosh, I love you. And then she's like, oh, come with me. And then turns out she's like a super villain or something and throws him into this weird, like, It's just going to be adventure. a hitch. Yeah! <laughs> Think it happened? Cool. <laughs> All right. LJ, how was, yeah. how was Gladiator? Was, how many times have you seen Gladiator? Uh, Not a lot. Really? Yeah. I so it's been a very long time. Uh, so yeah, I really like to see that movie then, every like three or four years on accident. Oh, uh, see, like for me, it's probably been at least I don't know, maybe like ten years or so since I'd probably seen it. Oh well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. So I was like, uh, you know what? I have this nice new new TV. I can watch some 4K stuff on. And then so um, I remember buying it on sale a while back. Because uh, they had mm-hmm. movies like that in Braveheart on sale on Vudu, and so oh, cool. uh, since they were like 4K versions before I even had a 4K TV, I was like, I'm gonna buy these because they're super cheap. And so I was like, you know what? I'm in the mood for a long historical epic movie. Like I've been wanting to watch one for a while. <laughs> like especially like Troy. Um, and so I was like, oh, I have Gladiator. I haven't seen that in forever. Uh, I'm gonna watch it. And uh, I really like that movie. And there's a lot of it I actually didn't really remember. And it's super good. Like speaking of movies that made that that make you cry, I kind of cried at the end a little bit. Like yeah, and the ending is means it's tense. good. Yeah, it was so good though. Like every part of that movie, like it is a it is a classic, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so it's really good. Uh, 
Yeah, my <laughs> my favorite part was when he's like trying to tell him to take off his helmet, and he's like, "I'm Gladiator." Like that's where because that's where the title came from. I was like, and he's like, "All right, <laughs> fine." And then he just straight looks at him, and then and then the emperor's like, "Oh crap." <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, that, that was so good though. I, I like that movie a lot. Good movie. Mm-hmm. I watched a couple of movies this week. Cool. Uh, one of them was The Current War. What's that? It is about it's current? Um, Edison. Oh, <laughs> oh that what? current. <laughs> I was thinking current in like time, but that's like electrical current. Okay. It's the war oh, between yeah. Edison and it's not Wheelhouse. I always forget. Tesla? Uh, no. no, but Tesla is in it. Uh, they do not do him justice because of course not. Um, I know that gets a little political. Um, <laughs> uh, Westinghouse, George oh, Westinghouse. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and so basically, uh, it's got a really good cast: uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, what's his name, uh, Tom Holland, uh, Michael Shannon. Oh, oh so speaking like... of, isn't he? No, he's not in Gladiator. That's Walking Phoenix. Michael Shannon was uh, Zod in Man, Man of Steel. Steel. <laughs> yeah. And then the guy that played Beast, I can't remember his name either, but he plays Tesla. The guy that played Beast in the newer X-Men movies. Oh. Uh, so really, really good cast, and that's kind of what made me interested in checking it out. Is this out. like a newer movie? I've kind of forgotten about it. Is it what? Is this like a newer movie, like in the last couple of years? Yes. It came oh. out in 2019, but I remember I was looking it up. I was trying to figure out why we never watched it. Uh, the trailers for it came out in 2017, so I don't know if I got delayed for a while. Oh. And just kind of fell under the radar. Yeah. It also isn't like a super fun movie to watch. Okay. Like, there's not, it's very historical. And so there's just, I mean, the current war is intense, but it's not, there's no big climax at the end of the movie. It just kind of ends with who won. Oh. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was, it was cool if you're interested in that stuff. Uh, and then I found out that there is a Tesla movie call, coming out. That came out in January. Couldn't find it on DVD what? yet. Oh. Um, or digital. But huh. that's about Tesla, and I think that would be... It's not as good of a cast. But that was who I was, like, interested in. About Nikola Tesla? Yeah. Cool. Not, not, like not Elon car. Musk. Not yeah, Elon Musk. Say, like, oh, my God. Nikola Tesla. <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. And I think that would be more interesting to me. I yeah. think Nikola Tesla is really an interesting guy. Uh, and I don't know a lot about him. I know my wife is, like crazy uh she's like thomas edison stole everything from nikola tesla and they do kind of like dive into a little bit of what happened to nikola tesla there um which from this movie doesn't seem like it was thomas edison but i don't know i don't know the whole history don't shoot me um according to my wife thomas edison doesn't know anything and nikola tesla knew everything but i don't i don't know watching the movie i was getting a different impression um so i'd like to learn more about him just because he was very much like he was a little crazy. In the movie, they kind of show him being a little bit OCD. Mm. Uh, like, he sits down, and then someone else sits down, so he stands up and sits back down. Like, it's got to be huh. perfect kind of thing. Uh, and then they mention, very briefly, the idea of electricity without wires, which was a thing that Nikola Tesla supposedly, like... I, I don't know how much of it is fact that he was going to... He wanted to build, basically, these towers so that it would transfer electricity wirelessly. So you wouldn't have to worry about, like, wires from house to house. Um, That's a trippy concept. Yeah. 
I've always understood that as being like a full thing that he had in his mind that he never just he just never invented. But who knows how in this in this movie it seems like everything he makes in his mind is there. It's done. The design is done. But I think if that was the case, maybe he didn't have that as figured out as we're led to believe. Or we would I would think that we'd have figured something out by now. I don't know. I'm interested in the movie. With him. And it's that, cool. like I said, that came out this January, so we should see that soon. Coming to digital in some way. Sweet. Uh, yeah. Super weird to see Tom Holland play an adult. I will throw that out there. <laughs> I never wow. thought about that. That's a good point. He gets Very like a point. mustache in the middle of the movie, and I was like, whoa. Wow. You have a mustache now. Because time, there's quite a bit of time between everything. Huh. It doesn't make Edison look like a good guy by any means. Dude, dude kind of messed up. <laughs> and then the other movie that I have to gush about. Do it. Is Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. And That's a long title. It's a mouthful. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. So the reason it's like that is because it's Justice League Dark was the Constantine Justice League. It's the darker yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, stuff that they've been doing with their animated movies. And so they definitely threw that dark on the same, it's the same logo as the last one. Uh, but I'm definitely glad that they did because it is a very dark movie. It is probably <laughs> rated R, I would think. Um, there's definitely a lot of cursing and the gore is just crazy. It's like Infinity War, but we were really sad about Infinity War because everyone was dusted. And in this version of Infinity War, everybody is like brutally murdered. Infinity Gore. Yeah, it was intense. And, like, I don't want to give too much away, and I don't know what, like, the trailer show. I wish I would have watched the trailer before this. Um, it's, uh, where, where do I begin? Like, it's kind of the reverse of Endgame in a lot of ways. Huh. Because, like, they go and they kill Thanos right away in Endgame. Uh, that was kind of like the plan with this movie. It's like, there's a problem. Let's go do it. And then it just, everything fails terribly. Wow. And it's... Oh, man. What I really love about it, too, is it's not only Infinity War in that way, but it's also this big... This is what I'm worried about with the trailer. I don't know how much they revealed. But basically, like, there was Justice League War and that kind of series, all the Batman movies. Uh, there was a, a Suicide Squad yeah. movie that came out under this kind of umbrella. And then Justice League Dark, which is Constantine and his crew of more super natural stuff. And it's a culmination of all of those movies. Like, everyone is in this movie. Wow. Yeah. And everything, like, has a purpose. In Teen Titans, uh, in Justice League versus Teen Titans, Trigun was kind of like a villain in that. Uh -huh. And that is kind of, like, even that's brought up to a degree huh. in this movie. Yeah. It's great. And without <laughs> giving too much away, they're on Apocalypse, so you know these fight in Darkseid. Uh there is a supernatural character it's my favorite line in the movie and so darks uh darksider is a new god which we'll be talking about later shelly will be mentioning later on and so he goes you're one of the new gods i'm unimpressed and like oh it's so cool uh, <laughs> it was uh, the best line new gods are like uh, teaser yeah but just know that it's very dark and 
everybody's getting murdered. So like, let me let me ask you this: Isn't it weird seeing that type of gore in like anime in that animation? I I guess so. Like it was kind of jarring. It was almost yeah. Like it definitely gave me the shock factor of like, oh geez, yeah. Starfire is literally like thrown across the screen, like in pieces. Yeah, because that was the kind of gore I got in that Mortal Kombat one that I watched. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of surprising. You're like, oh wow, this is a cartoon, but there's gore. Justice yeah. League Dark. More like Justice <laughs> League Dank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess. <laughs> dank Apocalypse War. It, it's really intense, guys. I don't know how else to put it. I should mention, we didn't put this in the news anywhere. Um, I think it was announced a few weeks ago that they the new dc stuff won't be in this continuation they'll kind of be like one-off situations or they mm-hmm. might be another series uh, and that makes a lot of sense with the ending of this that's cool i mean isn't that that's kind of neat though too because justice league war was like where it all started and you loved that and then so now this is like the end of it yeah i mean i've been talking about these movies um since we started the podcast like four or five years now like since the yeah. podcast started yeah it's they're really good I, if you haven't watched them, I've said this before, you've probably heard me say it a million times, watch Justice League War, and you'll realize that, like, their animated movies in DC are so much better than the live action. I don't understand why they don't just make their live actions the animated movies. Like, if they that... would take these stories, uh-huh. they're so much better than the live action stories. Yeah. I think, anyways. Because even, even that Return to Arkham, that Suicide Squad one you mentioned, like, I liked that a whole lot more than the actual Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. Are you are you talking about the one with the tiger? I think Return to Arkham was a different one. Oh, I thought you were talking about oh, Return to Arkham, because that was, like, Suicide Squad. It's one where they go on, like, a road trip. Oh, um, okay, so you're thinking of that Hell to, hell pay. to pay. Okay. I was thinking yeah. more Return to Arkham with, like, Killer Frost and, uh, what was it, Kill, uh, Killer Croc and stuff like that. Yeah, that one was super good too. Like yeah. they should, they should have made that the live action. Yeah. Uh, but Hell to Pay is like actually in this universe. Oh, okay. All right, that makes sense. There's a Christian character in it, and that's really cool. <laughs> I was gonna say like Tiger yeah, King, I but I think isn't his name like Bronze Tiger or something. Bronze Tiger. <laughs> he doesn't get Christianity quite right, which always bugs me in Hollywood. But hey, at least Rick and Morty yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, it was so great. Always remember Rick and Morty. <laughs> oh, ah, so weird. That's so funny. Anyway. Yeah. Anytime Hollywood, like, even when they're, if they're making fun of Christianity, as long as they explain it right, I'm like, okay, I'm so happy you did this. (laughs) (laughs) What's that end of the world movie that Uh, was with, like, it was a big stoner comedy. This is the end? This is the end, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I was so disappointed because that had the potential to be one of the craziest Christian movies in the world. It was just by. Yeah, but having the ending, like, it could have been this terrible stoner comedy, and I would have, like, it would have completely flipped it outside if they had Christianity correct in that movie. I would have been like, whoa, I could actually show this to Christians. Like, I could show it, it would be something I could show to my friends right. who weren't Christian, and I would be like, this is, like, actual Christianity, get it, <laughs> like, be corrected, like, used correctly. Uh, and that movie just, they were so close, yet so far away. What are the, I, I hate with a passion whenever a movie uh, says you can do, you have to do a good enough good things, or the last thing you do in life has to be good to go to heaven. You don't work that way. 
Terrible theology. <laughs> We're all terrible people. That's the That's point. That's true. Yep. Uh, okay. We can, we can get into the other news. Well, you mentioned new gods in DC, so let's yeah. touch on that first. Start there. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So, if you didn't know, um, DC, the DC Universe, DCEU, yeah, that's what it's called. EU. Um, it's getting a new gods movie. Yeah, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, and if you if you don't know what new gods is, and it's okay because I didn't either, just kind of think of like um, the Eternals from Marvel. It's same, yeah. same sort of energy, same sort of thing. Um, whatever, like, or the oh, elements. Not... Whatever Thanos is. Yeah, I think it's like it's like oh, we're not the Justice League. We're actually intergalactic. We're actually like these crazy powerful beings from space. That's kind of yeah, kind of what I understand from it. Dark Side's one of them. Yeah, there you go. So um, there's movie being made for that. So that's interesting. What's really cool is that uh, director she's throwing in this subtle or this um, this character that is really obscure called all widow and i mm-hmm. i obviously i've never heard of it i, I don't, don't know much is. about dc so um but i think that's actually really cool it's like they're kind of taking one from marvel of like okay let's use these more obscure lesser known characters and so it gives you so much more freedom to like do so with that character because if they're lesser yeah. known if there's like yeah it's like if you just take the general idea of it you can like do whatever you want with it if people aren't super attached, um, or if there just isn't a lot of content um, in the comics or whatever on this character. So, I think that's pretty neat. Um, so that is happening. That's Sweet. New Gods. Um, and then our other news has to do with sequels. So, Bright is getting a sequel. I didn't realize that. Um, I like that. They're movie. getting. Yeah, they're getting a new director. So different director. Um, the director's actually the same guy who worked on The Incredible Hulk. I, I like that movie as too. Well, as well <laughs> as the Dark Crystal show on Netflix. What's crazy is both one. Bright and Incredible Hulk weren't like super well received. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, so that's weird. Yeah, and I know... The concept behind Bright was so cool, and it ended up... Yeah. I mean, they kind of did the same sort of, but not as dark, concept for Onward. Like, it's the same thing of, like, oh, fantasy creatures in the modern world, where's the magic gone sort of thing. So, um, I still think it's a really cool concept. I think it's, like, cool how... Like, Onward was really great. Um, but having like a darker twist on it is is very interesting. Yeah. Um. So I think it'd be really awesome if Bright Two could be like really good if they maybe learn from their mistakes and listen to the fans' um, yeah. critique. To I make think it just needs to lean actually... into the fantasy more. Yeah. We'll make it better. Yeah. Yeah. The first one was basically Training Day, but with or- with an orc. Yeah. They yeah. used like these fantasy terms, but it was really a wasn't really a fantasy movie except for like the magic wand yeah the wand thing was cool i like it kind of like i'm glad they had that because then without that i feel like it would be much less yeah, yeah. it wouldn't have been fantasy at all except for the like the races appearance and stuff. of people yeah yeah see what's 
And like what was really cool about Onward was like all the like D and D references. Yeah. Um so many D and D references. And yeah. I don't really think Bright has the right vibe for for that. Right, right. Um so I don't really know uh how it'll work, but I can only hope that the sequel will be better than the first one. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Happening. Yeah. And then uh speaking of more sequels, um Avatar 2, yeah, that's still happening. Yay. I remember how there's supposed to be like three or four sequels. That's it gets still delayed every planned. 10 years. <laughs> I know, everything gets delayed so much. But guess what? Avatar 2 is not supposed to be further delayed despite Yay. coronavirus. Um, like so many other movies are getting delayed. It's um, supposed to be coming out in 2021. And obviously it originally is supposed to come out in 2020. Um, I think it got moved because of Star Wars. Um, but either way, um, it, it is trying to stick with its now 2021, um, time. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah, we'll uh, see. James yeah. Cameron's kind of nuts. He says that despite like, cause the problem is why they would be delayed is that they can't do any filming. Filming in New Zealand, um, is pretty much mostly stopped at this point it's not entirely stopped there's actually they they've had some restrictions um lifted i think uh but this is actually affecting the lord of the rings show as well because um they're smart and also filming new zealand like they did with the movies new zealand's gorgeous man i still want to go i really really want to go to new zealand but um anyway um i have no idea what avatar 2 is going to look like at all but it's apparently still supposed to be coming out, and James Cameron's excited about it. So, if there was a way I could turn like the side eye emoji into like some kind of audible form, I would because I'm just like, okay, I'm like, we'll see. Come on, like, I don't know. Like, I hope it does come it just out. It seems but... like a fictional movie that's never gonna happen. Yeah, and just, yeah, and it's a myth. I just I can't imagine it would have anywhere the same impact as the first movie had because right. especially so now. many other industries have the crazy beautiful graphics and um cgi mm-hmm. that made the first movie so impressive yeah and it's not like this no one really watched for the story of right. that movie like characters yeah. were kind of cool and interesting i guess um like pocahontas 2 didn't was do that interesting. great like people watched for the the world and they watched because it just looked really pretty so yeah i mean supposedly they're going to be looking at a different part of like the world of pandora so there's that but Again, like, it's just going to be... They're going to have to have a really killer story to have it interesting enough for people, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's cool. I don't know. I'm hesitant to share this last news. <laughs> I guess Tom Cruise is making a movie in space. Yes. Oh, yeah. Him and Elon Musk, oh, speaking of Tesla. Elon Musk, it's a... You know, right? It's like, of course it's Elon Musk. <laughs> Who else would do this? And NASA, supposedly. Um, it's crazy. I just... I mean, okay. If it is going to be any actor, it kind of makes sense for Tom they Cruise. They could really make it Right? Like Apollo 13. Right. Well, and isn't he a Scientologist? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. I don't know I much about the religion, about but wouldn't oh, that be like no. an ascension for him to film in space? I have oh, no idea. Jeez. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, he's gonna. He has coronavirus, y'all. Like he's gonna spread oh, it to space. <laughs> Wait, Tom Cruise? That was Tom Hanks. It's gonna go beyond their planet. 
It's going to infect all these aliens. The Tom aliens Hanks are going to come destroy it. our planet. <laughs> That's just going to happen, y'all. I'm calling it. I I don't know. This is, it's going to be on the, the International Space Station and everything. It's so... I just... so. What if he gets hurt? Like, is he ready to be an astronaut? Isn't he like... Don't double in there. I don't know. I think Moon was already I a movie that got know. made. We don't need to have it made again. Yeah, no, I don't see the reason for The this. movie Moon? There's no... <laughs> there's no point. I don't... Just just a lot by of... himself all the time on the moon? Yeah, like, well, you can't film with other... I don't know. It's freaky. I don't know. I'm not a fan. It kind I'm, of like, scared me out. for him. <laughs> um... Yeah, I, I want to make sure he's okay. Because it's not just like him as a as an actor trying to become an astronaut. It's like also the the technology is already still... like Every time they make a space station, like that's still super hard. It's still rocket science. You it know should what I mean? literally yeah. just be another things Mission Impossible movie. Things can go wrong movie. in an instant. Things have gone wrong in an instant. And they probably will continue to do that. And as terrifying as that is. Um, and as crazy as Elon Musk is... <laughs> Every movie about space is insinuated that this is a bad idea. He could be driving the he could be tra- driving the Tesla truck in space. No. Yeah, the windows will break. Everyone will die. I yeah, Jeez. I don't know. I can't. I just can't get over how crazy Mission Impossible right in space with his kid and everything. Y'all heard about that, right? Oh man, no. Heard about what? His kid. What about his kid? his kid's name what's his kid's name i don't know <laughs> uh you gotta look it up because i okay. can't say it okay well, i'll look it up supposedly it's pronounced kyle <laughs> but it's spelled like a robot like oh. it's not a real thing i can't believe you guys haven't heard about this this was like the biggest news like last week tom cruise's kid I... or Tesla's kid Elon Musk's kid. Or, oh, yeah, I think it's Tom Cruise. I was calling him Tom No, Tesla. it's Elon Musk. He's his... Oh, here we go, here we go. X-A-E-A-12. Okay. <laughs> yep, that's the serious name. Although, I think... I think... If I remember correctly, I read somewhere that... Uh, he was given birth in, in California, oh. and California won't let him legally be called that. So, I understand the <laughs> meme now. So, there was a meme where it showed the actors from, from Chappie... And then it was like, uh, and, then it, and then it said, uh, it said, uh, um, it, it said, uh, uh, Elon Musk and, uh, and Grimes with, uh, and then it had the, the name. Yeah. So and I it, saw this name and it was explained and I said all that for a Kyle <laughs> and I just didn't get it. I was just like, okay, man. Well, I guess I've, there we go. Thought everyone had heard, but now the more now you, you know, heard. and uh, I'm sorry because it would be better to not know just how <laughs> nuts he is. That's so I, kn- I didn't understand also, the memes at all. That's so weird. I know we're getting really off topic here, but there's also like I've just been following this a lot on Twitter. Um, <laughs> and Grimes, so his girlfriend, right, who is the mother of this baby, um, made this huge deal where she doesn't want to reveal the baby's gender. <laughs> And wanted to be like a, like a, oh, we should have this baby, it should be the baby's choice, we shouldn't have to put this gender construct onto the baby, things like that. And then someone Kyle. tweeted, someone tweeted at Elon Musk saying, hey, what's the gender of your baby? And he just tweeted back saying, boy. <laughs> 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 it was just, it was 
just I died. I was like, what is this relationship? And who are you people? And why do you feel you have the rights to do these? I guess Holy money and stuff. But anyway, we can we can move on to yeah. TV. Um, <laughs> before we keep LJ, going you finished Dragon Ball Super. Yes. Um so, uh, I did finish it, so I won't really need to talk about it too much anymore. Uh, but, uh, I finished everything that Super has. Uh, so far, as of today, they said, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's been known that the anime has officially ended for now. Like, oh, wow. I, I don't okay. think they plan on making, like, the manga is still going. Um, but I loved the ending of Super. I think it was great. Uh, the final battle was was awesome uh there's a lot of character arcs that kind of i feel like come to a good close like especially like the what their attitudes and just the way these characters are uh like vegeta and frieza are easily i think frieza in more particular like is one of my favorite characters in that arc because these characters are just like they come full circle and just do things that their characters normally would not um I don't, it's so good. Uh, Jiren is a really cool... Like, he's not a villain, technically, but, like, I've never seen Goku get rocked so bad, and it's like, I almost was kind of pulling for Jiren. Um, but, yeah, like, it, it's so good. I recommend Dragon Ball Super, if you're a fan of Dragon Ball Z. Um, so, so, I saw uh, Goku go Ultra Instinct, so that was cool. Uh, it, it just ended in, like, the most satisfying way ever, I think, so... Uh, so yeah, I finished Dragon Ball Super, and uh, that was like 120 something episodes. So wow. So yeah, sweet. And Shelly, Community kind of is what you have in the notes. <laughs> I yeah, well, because my roommate's been watching Community, and it's a show that I've sort of considered watching. Um, I've heard lots of good things from it. I really like um, Don Glover, aka Childish Gambino. Just mm-hmm. in, in general, he's such a cool person and musician artist um so i'm like oh yeah maybe this is be good and so i kind of been watching a little bit like when she's watching um some one of my fiance's roommates also has been watching community so i like kind of watched then too so i've been like not like that's why i say kind of it's like i'm not like seriously watching community so good it's i'm actually really liking it from what i've seen um it's it's actually really funny um <laughs> and so i may like seriously put in time to watch it eventually but i'm just saying like i don't i don't go out of my way to watch new shows most of the time like if i do it's like an anime or something uh watching like a new show like this like usually takes me watching someone else watch it and then i get interested in it so yeah but that's a cool show i guess yeah that's, i really i don't, I don't really have much more to say about it but okay i really haven't been watching much i watched a little bit of peaky blinders i shouldn't i got through a season without knowing it so maybe i was watching quite a bit of it <laughs> that's I how you know it's good on, i guess i was on episode two and i was like or episode one of season two and i was like oh i didn't realize that was that was it um but i've been kind of watching in the background joe mentioned it a while back it's definitely a netflix hbo right uh, you know it was hard r ma tvma shows uh, it's about the uh it's about 1901 i think 1911 peaky blinders which are apparently like a real gang i didn't know that mm-hmm. uh so that's kind of cool they have little blades in their hats um it's this like their english 
um, I don't know if they were English, but it takes place in England. Uh, uh, gang, it's interesting stuff. Right now, they've been doing a lot with like horse races and rigging them in their own ways, and you figured out the winners. And um, it reminds me a lot of Sons of Anarchy, actually. If it took place a hundred years, oh, interesting. Prior, yeah, it's very much so far been uh, that they're a gang, and the main character is trying to get them into uh, authentic business, legal business, mm. and that I mean that was the idea of Sons of Anarchy was. He was trying to get them into out of guns and into like legal business, yep. uh, money making stuff. So there's there's similar connotations there, I think. Except I think that Tommy in this is definitely more deviant than the beginning Jack Teller story. Mm. Er, yeah, Jacks. But yeah, I don't know. It's Joe. There's mm-hmm. just you know be aware a lot of violence cursing i kind of like that that era because like gangs of new york and then like i think assassin's creed syndicate is even set like around that era so i think there are there are some missions or some stuff i guess related to that in uh, syndicate so yeah it's a cool era it's one that i don't know a lot about so yeah uh, it's been kind of nice i i don't know what made me turn it on i just kind of saw it one day and remembered that joe had mentioned watching it a while back yeah it's got the dude thomas i can't remember his last name i should because i mentioned him. shelby uh he's played by the guy who was scarecrow and batman begins oh okay yeah oh and what's his face is in it um venom tom tom hardy hardy is in it <laughs> that kind of blew my mind i was like whoa what is tom hardy doing in a tv show that's cool yeah and he plays a very weird obscure character like Tom Hardy would do. <laughs> I don't know if that guy ever plays a normal character. That would be interesting to see. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll get into the TV news. Cool. Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remind yourself. There you go. He's returning uh, to the Star Wars universe in The Mandalorian. Super cool. Yeah. yeah, and he is played by uh, Tamara Morrison. I probably said that wrong too. Who played Django Fett in uh, Clone Wars? Tackle awesome. Clones, not Clone Wars. Tackle Clones. Also very cool. Yeah, I love the Mandalorians becoming kind of this like sweet reference. I don't know what to call it, like blender of things. From all these old past movies like there's a lot of yeah. nostalgia being done right i feel like mm-hmm. in mandalorian whereas nostalgia wasn't really done well in in the movies pre- like the recent movies yeah that's cool so, i think it's neat too because it's like it has to make sense right because i mean they're they're all clones like boba fett actually wasn't his biological son he was just like a clone son oh yeah i forgot about that yeah I am pretty sure Boba Fett died in Star Wars in the Sarlacc pit, but maybe he just killed the Sarlacc. I I don't know, man. If they can bring Palpatine back, they can bring anybody back. I don't know. They just that's true. Star Wars doesn't care about deaths. Throw logic out the window. Like it's like, oh, people want this character back. Okay, fine. Darth Maul. I hope that the Mandalorian just like (laughs) walks up to a Sarlacc pit. 
and you just see Boba Fett like punch through it and you be like, I've been in there for decades. <laughs> <laughs> I've been eating the insides of the Sarlacc. Oh, Dang. <laughs> That's pretty raw. <laughs> <laughs> He's all ashamed because the Sarlacc seen him without his helmet. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, speaking of Disney Plus, this is a weird one. There's a National Treasure TV show in the works. Uh, there's also a National Treasure movie in the works. But this one seems like it's going to be kind of a spinoff. They're talking about a younger cast. So. Oh boy, it's going to be their kids or something. Yeah. Oh, the Treasure Awakens. They're going to steal uh, the president. I don't know. They're going to steal the president. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Uh. I don't know what they would steal in this. They're going to steal the code for Vine or something. I don't know. The code for Vine. They'll go <laughs> to the Smithsonian and they'll just find random stuff and be like, look, this has a code on the back of it. They go steal an old VHS tape and be like, what is this? Take a hairdryer <laughs> to it. <laughs> yes. I. It's a thing. I don't know if it was worth mentioning. <laughs> thought it was. I, I mean, so. I apparently the so. movies did really well. There are people out there who really like National Treasure. Oh yeah. Oh, it's. I love that movie. It's so fun to watch. So <laughs> I thought I was just weird and just liked this random movie that nobody cared about. But then later I found out people do. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's people fun like it. One. It's very fun. I'm kind of like a meh on it. It wasn't bad. There I go again. Just counter. <laughs> Speaking of old school, or like old old stuff. I watched National Treasure. On my PSP, when P- there was PSP movies. Wow. That's what it'll be. They'll be just trying to steal an old UMD. Was it digital or was it a... No, it was part- on a disc, a little UMD. Uh, did you ever... You remember those PSP discs that were like in the case? Oh, yeah. yeah. But that disc is a national treasure now. Yeah. <laughs> All on its own. Okay. <laughs> you guys geeking out about anything else this week? Um, I'm geeking out about my new headset. Yeah. yeah, you're going to write a review for it, right? Yes, so uh, a couple months ago, uh, JBL actually uh, contacted us in our contact email while they were uh, just after CES, and so they announced their new Quantum Series uh, headsets, and so I'm, I actually got it got it on right now. Uh, it's got um, some RGB lighting on it, like I set it to cycle between purple, white, and yellow Geeks Under Grace colors. Um, but it's got multi-directional like surround sound. And so like I was testing it, playing with it and stuff. So like, uh, I was play Senua. (laughs) Oh, I should. Um, the one game I was playing, uh, just because I was like, ah, it's, it's what I'm playing right now. So I went to the firing range in Valorant. Uh, and so, uh, I found it fascinating because whenever I would shoot a gun and I would unload when the clip would empty, when the, when the bullet would empty out of the gun, I, it literally sounded like it dropped like next to me, like on the floor. I was like, That's "What?" Uh, yeah, it's it's they're pretty nice though. They're very comfy. They fit around my ears good. Uh, the sound quality seems to be good. I tried some Doom Eternal with it. Uh, I'm not too happy about like I never expected it to replace my my Yeti here, but uh, I was like, "Well, let me test the mic." And so I put it in Audacity, and I feel like the mic quality could be better. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, it's pretty pretty neat headset so far. Pretty neat tech. But uh, yeah, I will have a review pretty soon. And uh, but yeah, so the rep hit hit me up last week and was like, hey, like you know, we're about we're about to send re- review samples out. Like, and are you are you still down? And I was like, yep. 
I sure am. So, yeah, it's cool. exciting. You geeking out about anything else, Shelly? I am not. Hmm. That's not it for me. Yeah. So, Shelly, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at the shellshock twenty four. Cool. And LJ, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Warhero LJ, and you can stream uh, find me streaming on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel on Friday nights, twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace. Cool. And you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. It's on!